This episode is powered by Safety FM. Welcome to the Safety Consultant Podcast. I am your host, Sheldon Primus. In this podcast, I teach you the business of being a safety consultant. Talk about safety and health stuff. Talk about OSHA compliance from time to time. So we do a little bit of everything, right? So I am your guide for now, Sheldon Primus. Yay. So I just wanted to let you guys know that I appreciate you listening. If you have not subscribed to the podcast, please do. Uh, Whatever station you're listening to or channel or whatever they're calling it now, pretty much it's going to be an app, right? So whatever app you're listening to me on, go ahead and hit subscribe. So you could hear it again or you could listen to me when I release new episodes. And I've... As I told everybody, I'm a working safety consultant right now, so therefore my episodes aren't going to always be every week. I try, and generally it's going to be Wednesday, uh, but there's sometimes I'm traveling because I'm an active traveler as well, <laughs> and so we'll get it when we need to, right? But I got plenty of backup episodes, so I believe we're actually going to, not backup episodes, I shouldn't say that, that means that you haven't heard it before. But I do have other stuff. (laughs) So that's what I mean. That's what I mean. And you're going to end up, uh, let's see. I'm going to look up to see how much I have. Because I actually uh, started doing this a little while ago. Which was uh, looking at listeners and where they're located. But then I could also see in the background of who do I actually have as far as my analytics. And then also how many episodes do I have. So I've got 225 of them so far. So it's been a bunch. So if you uh, want to go ahead and binge, do that too. That'd be awesome. Let me know what you think. Reach out to me at Sheldon at SheldonPrimus.com or you could go to SafetyConsultantPodcast.com and look for the microphone icon. When you see the microphone icon, then select that and you can leave a message for the show. It's awesome. I actually haven't done that one yet. I, uh, are you going to be the first? Ooh. Let's see if I could see anything that's coming in yet. Nope, nothing yet. <laughs> not now. Uh, nope, not now. No, kidding. So let's uh, show you guys, or at least let you know, where are you listening from? So we got a bunch of different locations, um, and I'm going to start with chartable.com. They have... Um, they tell me locations and ranking too. So here is where people are listening to me. So by order, uh, meaning people who are listening the most, uh, I've got a pretty good amount. Uh, the first country is Saudi Arabia. Uh, second country is the U.S. Third is Chile, Australia, Canada, Germany, Singapore. And literally those people in Singapore, I just did a Singapore Accord a blast to someone telling they were trying to figure out is there a framework for safety and health and I said yep there is it came from a Singapore Accord back in 2017 or 2016 one of the two and I actually literally just sent some people to uh, the information that's coming from the International Network of Safety and Health Professional Organizations in Chapeau uh, they have the, they house where that accord came from 
So if you are the person who uh, you're trying to get into safety and health and you don't know what your competencies should be or you don't know the pathway, uh, then that Singapore Accord is what you need. Uh, Inshapo.org is where you see it. I-N-S-H-P-O.org. So back to, you can see, my mind went all crazy, went somewhere else when I mentioned Singapore, right? So after Singapore, UK, you're next, Bahamas, South Africa, Pakistan, Ireland, Spain, Bangladesh. Thank you guys for all listening. Uh, Russian Federation, Sweden, Netherlands, Senegal, France, Philippines, Oman, Colombia, Nigeria, Italy, and India. Thank you all for listening to the Safety Consultant Podcast. Hopefully I'm helping you with everything that you need to be a consultant or play the role of a consultant. So you actually can be listening to this and you're not a consultant yet. That's okay. It's not frowned upon to listen to this. You're doing just fine. Just listen to us, get some information that you need. And then, you know, when you're ready, branch off a little and then go full time later on. So uh, let's give you guys the ranking. So from Apple Podcasts, I am number 60, uh, 167 in Saudi Arabia under the government uh, category. And in South Africa, I'm 166. Thank you guys. Help me get on that chart. Uh, the charts usually start at 200, which is awesome. Uh, and it's not just for me. It's for you guys are sharing this information with people because it is truly helping you. So I appreciate it. Uh, in Singapore, I am number 67 in your government category. Uh, Chile, I'm 26. Nigeria, I'm 64. And in Senegal, I am now 34 in the podcasting. And that's on the Apple podcast. So thank you guys listening to Apple. Uh, got me on the chart. Excellent. Thank you. And uh, let's give you guys another one. There's a bug in this one, so I can't really give you all the info. But I just want to at least let you guys know. Thank you. So what am I going to talk about today? Oh, hold on. Thank you, Anne. Not only thank you, but this. Yeah, you deserve it, man. So today I do want to talk about something that uh, it is coming from what I just shared with you guys. The Singapore Accord and, and uh, pathways to becoming a safety just a professional right now, uh, not even a consultant. And the reason I thought about this as a, a topic is because I was in the U.S. Safety Professional Group uh, on Facebook, and someone wrote this in the group that says, does anyone have a structured plan for onboarding brand new people to a safety job? And then they go on and they talk a little bit about that. And mostly everyone that responded to this one had no idea that there is actually safety and health competencies out there. Uh, so I did um, just pointed people to the OHS professional capacity or capability framework case. So that's the full name of it, the OHS professional capability framework. And this one is coming from the Inchipo, where I told you guys about already. It's kind of hard to say, isn't it? Yeah, that one I just have to, you know, it doesn't roll off the tongue, <laughs> if you would. Uh, it's, but either way, you guys are going to get that information by going to inshpo.org. 
So that is going to be the framework I'm going to talk about real quick. Not much. Just want to at least let you guys know that there is a pathway. Uh, you could use that. That's going to tell you what uh, you should be capable of if you're going to call yourself a safety consultant or even a safety professional. And then also uh, there's a self-assessment tool on the website too. So go ahead and check that one out. So here's my take on it though. I'm not going to go through the full framework because I already just gave you guys where to find it. So you don't have to have me go over that, but I'm going to tell you practical stuff that will go with this. So now you know the framework is located someplace and uh, now I'm going to tell you what is practical. So let's say someone decides they're going to either start on safety or they're going to switch from one position to the next. So the first thing I'm going to tell them is, uh, first, what is your specialty? And if you have no specialty, which is probably the new person, right? You're going to be a generalist. So the next thing is, what area interests you? Is it construction? Is it maritime? Is it agriculture? Uh, what is going to be a position or a industry that interests you? So start with that first, right? So once you're thinking about the industry that interests you, then you could even do a little bit of research to see what is the criteria being used to be hired by companies in that industry. So now you could start with the end in mind. So whatever job service you have in your country, uh, you can look for that to see what are the open jobs and what are the requirements for the open occupational health and safety jobs. And if there's a requirement that gives you a certification, boom, now you know, how do I get this certification? So then you're going to go to that certification board. I'm going to give you guys an example of the, the organization I teach for. Everybody knows I, I'm a certified occupational safety specialist. And if you don't know, there you go. You got it right now. So if you don't know, now you know. Thank you, Biggie. Oh, man. Notorious VIV. That was an awesome one. So I just dropped the bomb on you guys. So now you got the end in mind because you know that there's someone hiring for this and then you know the requirements. So you're going to have to try to get your resume or your uh, when you do your application to match those requirements. So with the end in mind, then you're going to end up looking at those organizations that are providing in the training and then try to see their uh, requirements for you to sit into the class. And that's going to usually be something where uh, if it is a certificate of occupational safety specialist costs, uh, or Certificate of Occupational Safety Manager, COS-M. Those are the two that I teach for with the Alliance Safety Council. Uh, you can actually get this right out of high school. That's it. That's all you need is a high school degree uh, and or the equivalent. Uh, there's some actual designations out there that you're going to need more than that, and there's some that won't even have that requirement. So it really depends on what you have as far as your education uh, and that then could tell you well maybe i don't have this right now this certificate or this degree or whatever it is but it'll show you how to work towards it so now you can build your your own um, plan if you would to get to that goal uh, 
usually it's going to take a couple of years. So you want to plan this early uh, because you want to get the um, experience, if you would, or no, information. You won't get experience. You're going to get information from uh, taking the classes. The experience is going to come in the field. So for the cost program, that's an easy one. You get your, uh, you fill in the information, register for the class, and then, <laughs> oh man, I sneezed. You guys weren't supposed to hear that <laughs> because I put down my sneeze button. I actually uh, hit the button and it didn't stop my mute. And that's because I pushed the wrong mic button. Oops. So when you're going to, um, just in the long run, you're going to end up thinking about where do you want to be first? Where do you want to be? What's going to make you the happiest? And then what is the requirement for me to get this job? So literally look at your job boards, find that requirement. And if the requirement is specifically for a certain type of designation, then you're going to go to that uh crediting body or wherever that designation is and you're going to follow whatever you need to do to get uh, on there uh, if you are looking for um, scholarships they are scholarships available for for actual classes that you want to take uh, one of the organizations is american society of safety professionals uh, they do have a foundation that will give actual um, scholarship money for training so you would go to foundations.assp, American Society of Safety Professionals, uh, .org, and look through the requirements for that, and then see if you could get some money to help you with your schooling. So foundations, I'm actually doing that now, assp.org, on my computer. So look at that, look for some scholarship um, availability, and that could help you too. So here's another thought. I'm not going to go hog wild on this, but I just want to at least let you guys know of a few things uh, that is another consideration. Uh, in some cases, you, if you do have the availability, especially if you're younger, going through school, uh, and you don't have to worry about uh, having to supply or support your family in any way, and you're not working full time, then or don't need to, then at that point, you could volunteer to help someone in a safety field in a local company that you're in, that you're uh, whatever country you're in. So go ahead, knock on some doors, say, hey, I'm trying to get into the safety field and I'm very interested in learning about manufacturing and excites me, manufacturing or construction, agriculture, whatever it is. So as you're presenting yourself to this uh, potential employer, possibly, but at least to get yourself in the door, uh, you could say I could offer X amount of hours a week so that I could get my foot in the door. And at that point, you just show up, do the best job, listen, and then respond. Whenever there's something that they ask you to do or take on more responsibility, if it's in your power to do it, then do it. If not, then that's okay. Uh, just let them know you may not be able to do that because you're only doing something part-time and you're going to need to uh, focus on whatever your full-time career is. That's okay, too. But honestly, uh, getting your foot in the door, especially if you want to become a safety coordinator or even a safety specialist, that might be one way to do it.
So I don't want to go hog wild with this conversation, but there is many different tracks. Um, if you have the means and the availability, if I'm going to order, give a hierarchy of order, uh, order for uh, safety professionals, I would say first is college degree. If you have the ability, availability to do it. Uh, secondly, it's going to be a safety designation and that's going to be a designation with some sort of specialty. Uh, so you, that's going to give you the best chance at a specialized job. So if you could say that you know oil and gas, you might look for something that tells you oil and gas uh, that could train you in oil and gas or look for something that will train you in construction or manufacturing. And uh, one other small tip. And I mean, this is going to be our last small tip, so much so that I'm even going to start right now our um ending music right here. So as you're listening to the um ending music, here's the one more tip. Talk to someone in the field if you know someone and see if you could help them. So start with a friend, a family member or something. And again, if you're volunteering your time, just tell them how much time you can volunteer. Don't go beyond your means in volunteering what you don't have. Uh, but if you can do a few hours and you already know this person as a friend, then our family, a church member, anything like that in your network of friends, uh, then at that point, it becomes so much easier for you to get your foot in the door. And it gives you the chance to get experience and education at the same time. And some businesses may actually pay for your education once you get your foot in the door. So you might be able to start with volunteering and then get your education paid for by this company later on. So those are just some considerations. I know it's not a hard and fast rule. That's why I started out with the InShipo uh, document from the um, Singapore Accord. Uh, with the Singapore Accord now, you have a set framework. So you can look through that. But I'm just giving you guys the practical side. So that's what I do. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, again, if you had not subscribed to the podcast, please do. Go get them. This episode has been powered by Safety FM. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast or broadcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within the past hour are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast or broadcast may be reproduced, stored within a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic recording, or otherwise, without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast or broadcast, Sheldon Primus.